hands are over to the cross of Pentecost. He raised his hands over to the cross of Pentecost. John he was afflicted with both Anaos and diabetes. Uh, he's an inspirational speaker and author uh, of a book entitled The Living Spirit Life Lessons from a Lost Place. Not the place where you can look for life lessons, is it? In November 5th, in 2007, Joey was in the New York City Marathon. It was not the first time she ran. It was one of the first things that he She didn't do real well in terms of her time. Uh, it took her 28 hours and 45 minutes to run 26 miles. Thirty years ago, over thirty years ago, Joey was diagnosed with an multiple sclerosis. In 1988, she entered her first New York City marathon and completed the route in just under 20 hours. That was her first and best finish. She did it. Since then, continued, continued again and completed 20 marathons in New York. Also run marathons in London and Boston. In the 2007 race, Joey wore back both knee braces and walked the entire route using crutches. He was purple, accompanied by his supporters. For her, crossing the finish line, her words were a total blessing. She went on to say, I'm extremely grateful. I don't get any younger, and my MS doesn't get any better. One reporter noted that when the best athletes run faster, so does one. When all the core runners went faster, that's one. When the last person in the race crossed the same point before her, she gets that one. Because I believe in the back of her head, she knows that the race taking over in the cross finish line, no matter how long it takes to get there. When you think about this place, it was sort of your private marathon. I mean, they were all right. At least nobody ever told me to have a little bit of a. Four hundred and one marathons in four hundred and one days. He won 
want to know Christ. I want to know Jesus. Yes, to know the power of His resurrection and participation in His suffering, becoming lighter than His death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. I want to know everything there is to know about Jesus. In case you aren't sure that you have any questions, not that I've already attained all this, attained all this, or already arrived at my goal, not that I've already reached the road that I've got in my life. But I grasp upon the great goal of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I would not be sure myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on for the goal to win the prize to which God is called in heaven in Christ Jesus. I press on. There's only one thing I do. One thing I look like, I look like a gal who stood out there and fell down in the 600 meters. After three laps, he said, Well, it was a good three laps, I was ahead until the church. No, she got up and she went on, and the look on her face was, I got one thing to do, it is cross that line. There are all these other people who cross that line. I have one thing, I forget what happened, I don't speak. It doesn't matter when it goes. It doesn't matter who has an answer to all of It doesn't matter that everybody else thinks it's more than what she does. She's going to do Forgetting what is behind, I press on to win the prize that God has called me to win. So, this sermon and acceptance from the people we need to keep in mind is that following Jesus demands development. As the Holy Spirit directs us in this, that we wanted to demand the grace. Talked about that a little bit last week. The Holy Spirit always takes lead. And if he leads, he wants us to follow. And sometimes we don't follow as well as we should. Sometimes we think, well, you know, I ought to be in this. I always start this decision. I already confess you are not much of a dancer. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm a skater. Leave it there, Marcy. But the Holy Spirit leads you to and calls you to this thing, and when you leave, you get this the opportunity to follow Him as a responsibility to go with it. And if you go, if you lose, then take another step. I'm dangerous. And you think, I need this grace. I feel Paul is the same thing. The Holy Spirit leads us in this grace. We take the step and he wants us to follow him. And take the step and take another step and take another step until the race isn't over until we cross the finish line. We need to grow in our love for God and our love for others and each other until His love rules in us. In all the other ways, Paul said it this way. Oh, I didn't say wrong. Okay. It's a 
been thinking about this, that once we welcome the Holy Spirit, uh, and His love into our lives, and He's transformed us from dead to living, to from guilty and full of sin to forgiven and pardoned and free, that it's just a matter of pushing. I don't know, I just look at where we go to heaven and it's okay when I die. Uh, they can see where they're coming from. But the race is now over, so you're back to this time. I love the way you say that, but when you start a dynamic break down from grace to the Holy Spirit, it doesn't work. You might step on his toes, but he's just going to keep on his ass. Well, I'm not going to do that. 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 The Jesus did not come, will die and rise again, so that we can be written someday by and by in heaven, uh, up in the sky. He wants to live with us here and now. And yet, then, but also now. The race is not over until you cross the finish line. The Holy Spirit does a bride to Jesus simply so that our sins will be forgiven. And in this company of future, we'll get to be with Him. He invites us to join in the finish line. He will be in the grace that presence here and now, moment by moment. The race is not over.
the love of the Holy Spirit gives to us, the love of Jesus that He gives to us, the sweetest of love, where our hearts become free and our sin is undone. Thank you.